0: Hey, welcome on board. Thanks for joining us on this another live, uh, well it's not a live episode of a podcast because you can't have a live podcast like this. It's so the whole point of a podcast is it's for you listening to afterwards. So I hope you're enjoying listening to this after I've just had my live online training um, and we had some really good discussions actually about um, about how we can be interactive with, with different things and um, taking that static content that we're so used to kind of having and really make it an engaging, make it static, uh, make it interactive, not just static. Uh, we have some really good answers um, saying that static never changes. Um, it's better to be interactive. Um, static um, is, an ease, is easy and creative um, and you can distribute it. It's not boring um, from the student's point of view and um, it gives the students the ability to share it and be part of it it's more engaging and they feel comfortable to share um, and talk about things with each other so some just a really good kind of discussion points the way we started um, the live session as well so th- kind of throughout this podcast I really just want to kind of um, just give you a bit of a thought really of what is static what is interactive and, um, and hopefully kind of a, a few tips that smart can kind of help um, push from one to the next so start at the top, what is static? What is interactive? Nice little pause that hopefully had a bit of a thought. It's always that awkward silence of, has he stopped? Is, is it still playing? But it's definitely still playing. So um, I just I just did a bit of a search for what is static, um, def- defining it as lack in movement, lacking in movement or action, change, um, especially in undesirable or uninteresting in way. Doesn't kind of sound like the best lesson going forward, I don't think. Um, and then kind of more scientific side of it is as um, concerned with bodies at rest or in equilibrium. And again, they're not a great way of teaching, uh, very much a static teacher says one thing, children kind of passively listen um, and there's not much to kind of two way in there. Um, which kind of obviously seems to links into the interactive side of things the interactive is with two people or things Influencing each other so within the live uh, video I'll, It's on YouTube as well. So if you want to kind of catch up another time It's very much a two-way great little graphic of children teacher teacher children um, And I know that some of the the best lessons I taught were when the children Influenced me just as much as I influenced them and that two-way interactivity um, was just brilliant and um, so we looked at a few different ways within it um we actually made a, a big, made a bubble a bubble bo- <laughs> took out my hair bubble no a boggle board uh, and on that boggle board we um annotated over the top in we used magic pen so it, uh, it vanished after 6 seconds uh and then each of the letters were infinitely cloned so you could take them out um and have them at the side as well as um, seeing them on board, you're actually making the words interactively as well, and obviously after the six seconds you've made that one word, the magic pens disappeared, so you can go on to the next one, and that's just kind of mashing a few tools together to work um, to do that well. Um, we had a look at I displayed a picture of uh, London Bridge, so whatever picture you're displaying, you can then interact with that as a as a thing as a as an image. Um, and annotate over the top of it because it was a bridge. We measured kind of the the width across it. Um, it was London Bridge, so the the uh, things go up at the bottom. Whatever they call the road moves, if you like. So then you can get a protractor out and you can measure the um, the height of it. And then you can lead it. Obviously, other discussions of like t- trigonometry-wise, like how high does the bridge need to be raised for? this size ship or this size ship and then you can go obviously take into a further maths problems in that way um, but again it's a very interactive way of doing it where children can see the protractor being used they can see the picture and the images and the annotations over the top so that's 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 really good for that um and the next one we looked at and um, i mean this is the one i love Um, using the shape recognition pen to draw different shapes. So again, click at the top, and there's a picture of pens, or if you pick up a pen, that should appear already. And then once you've clicked on that, you'll have more options for more pens. Right at the bottom for that, there is shape recognition pen. And then if you click on that, you can draw shapes like circles, squares. Um, You can do in in irregular shapes as well. Um, In this case, I tried to draw an equilateral triangle. Um, hopefully trying to get 60 60 60 for the degrees but I I failed um, but again quite a lot of children when they're trying to draw an equilateral triangle can't um, it's a tricky thing to do to get it exact so particularly if you don't really understand what an equilateral triangle as well so within the if you just click on the triangle that you've just drawn with the shape recognition pen obviously it snaps it to look like a triangle and there's an extra little option in there as well. Then halfway down, it kind of says show interior angles. So you can actually display what the angles are um, and see that they're all hopefully 60 and, and you've made an equilateral triangle. Or if they aren't exactly 60, you can actually click on that same menu again at the side of the shape. Um, and it will show the uh, vertices. So you can then edit that to be whatever you want it to be and make it exactly 60 um, for us as well. So that was really useful. Um, We then kind of looked at interactive tools very much focused on the hardware. So within the hardware itself, I mean, the board I was using there, the 7,000 board, I've got four pens at the bottom. So I can have four people writing independently of different colors. for that as well. If you've got the six thousand, then that, that's the same as well. You've got those two pens with the new with the new six thousand board as well. Um, it's, it's an unlimited amount of pens that can be touching it and can be writing in different inks. So then that removes all barriers of people interacting, students interacting with the board. Obviously, then it comes down to more elbow room. Um, but once you've got your, you've got your pens annotating on the top. Um, you can use your finger to move things around. I mean, we made a quick Venn diagram and kind of tried to classify different people moving around um, and different uh, carnivores, herbivores, and uh, omnivores. So in, in that Ven, Venn diagram, which, which were they going? So different animals, different people, kind of in the different spaces like that, and that worked well. Um, also, what I did with that is I actually put that file onto Smart Learning Suite Online um just by clicking file share so I shared my whole file on smart learning online and then once it's in smart learning online um, I can share that Venn diagram rather than just being up at the board I can send that to everybody I can make it a collaborative space um, and everyone can have that as well if you're not quite sure how to make things a collaborative space and looking at smart learning online um I'm not going to go into that over this podcast I think that's might might be a quick bit tricky um I'll we'll come into it in a few weeks so I'll kind of have a bash then but I would say um, either watch it live um, or if you go on the smart support channel there's loads of really good stuff um, on there as well to kind of show you through that um, or leave me a comment up leave me a comment in this or reach out to me on twitter or facebook or something and we can kind of have that discussion with that and um, so also within smart learning suite online it does give you ability like I said to make these collaborative spaces so you can have Really engaged, really interactive lessons where you're taking that static pdf powerPoint and something and rather than just annotating over the top, you're actually send, sending it out and actually giving it to the hands of the students and they can be part of that and be annotating over the top um be add, bringing pictures in and loads of different stuff like that so that's a really really good um really good tool that smart learning suite online um, well worth looking at um we also there's the smart lab games i mean if you haven't if you haven't heard of these. It's, it's, you must um, <laughs> definitely with my geeky kind of geeky teacher hat on here these are just brilliant um, they, I mean if you look at the menu of uh, smart notebook they're right at the top and there's like a little space alien um, they're all on the smart learning split online as well and they are uh, there's a few more online so check some of those out there's they're a really good one including new team quizzes. it's only been out well, recently so that's really worth it. it's a bit like a monster quiz if you're if you know what that is, um, apart from more, how should we say, focused on the older student? So, yeah, that's cool. Um, where was I? Yeah, so Smart Lab um, stands for, let me think, uh, Lesson Activity Builder. So, Smart Lesson Activity Builder, I'm not going to say that every time, I should be annoying. Uh, Smart Lab, um, it's a really fun, engaging uh, way for you to look at. And once you click on that, there's like a little video and it shows you kind of um loads of smiley childrens. So obviously it just must be awesome because of that um but if you kind of watch that once it goes you've got all the different ones in front of you it gives you a, a written description of it um if you click on it you can actually obviously start building that activity but if you click on the little magnifying glass right at the bottom of those pictures it will just give you like a a, a playable preview if you like um of the of the different activities with that so there's some really really good ones in there um have a look at f- uh, fill in the blanks that's a great one shout it out is amazing monster quiz uh rank order i'm just really them off now um shout it out is a great one as well oh speed them up i'll finish on that one speed them up for Math uh, maths quizzes for boys, should we say, is just the most fun ever. Um but there we go. Go and have a look at it. It's great. Um the couple that we looked at within the video, um we looked at super sort. So um super sort itself literally just sorting activities into um different sort, sorting words, sorting pictures into different things. We looked at flags, um which one goes which, um Uh, that that was matching up actually wasn't it so matching up was that the sorting one um you could put verbs in one side nouns on the other side the reason why I kind of wanted to go to um that one of the super sort is that's a fully customizable backgrounds um I've made one with like well I made it with my daughter to be honest and we put uh Egyptians on it and one when things that were in ancient Egyptian ancient Egypt and what things that are not um, and we had some good fun making that, so that was cool. Um, so that, but again, it's a really engaging way, really interactive for the children to be part of it, where they can they can make those lessons make those games with you because they're really easy to do, um, or you can um, send them out to devices, and the children can play them as well as being up on the board. And that interaction, rather than just looking at that static content of this goes this side, this goes this, it's a really the next level is to really put it in their hands for them to take ownership of it uh, for that as well um, the lab, the label reveal um, again a bit like a handout to the children rather than giving them a static piece of paper where it's this is a label of this this is the label of that it becomes a clickable link so they can we use the example of a picture of a heart so you're clicking on one which is pointing to the atrium and you click on that and there's a box and then you click on the box and there's some more information about it but again it's just a it's a clickable resource so it's not a static resource it's an interactive resource and that's kind of the whole point of it it's it i can engage with it and if i'm engaging with it and the teacher has put that level of content that they want all of a sudden becomes an interactive lesson and like I said with those quotes from the shout out right at the beginning if it's an interactive engaging lesson children want to be there they want to be part of it and if they want to be part of it and you're giving them the right stuff they're going to be learning and that's just amazing and it'll make it such a difference to the outcomes so go and have a look it's good um yes yeah, so that's kind of where we looked at really um we had some really good discussions about, about interactive lessons and hopefully it will come through on um, the YouTube video as well and so, um, you can be able to catch up on that um, but if you've got anything else why you think uh, why you think lessons are better to be interactive rather than static and um, I'd love to hear about it um, either on uh, in the show notes and I see if you can do that or um, with on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whichever they want to go through contacting SMART, or myself, Mark Harttry at Mark Hartry on Twitter, or Mark Hartwright at smarttech.com um, if you want to email direct me and I can kind of come and have come and have that discussion with yourselves and that'd be great. Um, so yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for the year now. So whether you're watching, listening to this in 2019 and then have a Merry Christmas, if you're listening to this next decade, then you never know, this might be the first podcast of the new year you've chosen to listen to. And if it is, thank you very much. (laughs) And the 9th of January, um, we're all going to come back together for the next live online training, and that's looking at accessing your digital lessons in different ways that we can. So that'll be quite a good one as well, because obviously the age of the memory stick is slowly going with um, obviously data protection and the severity of that. So that's a a good slant, but I'll, um, I'll come and share those bits with you. Um, And, of course, if you want to to have an individual um, conversation about face-to-face training, um, then I'd be more than happy to facilitate that. That, That's something I love doing. Um, And, again, same email address. I'll put those links in the notes below. So static lessons, interactive lessons. Make them interactive. Make them engaging. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. Um, Let me know your thoughts. Let me know which interactive lessons you do. And thank you very much for listening. So take care and goodbye.